This episode is brought to you by Lambda Legal. Lambda Legal is America's leading legal defense organization for LGBT people and everyone living with HIV. Currently, Lambda Legal is fighting to protect the right of transgender people to serve in the military. They're sounding the alarm about extremist judges. And they're battling religious exemption bills, which provide a license to discriminate. To support the fight, visit lambdalegal.org slash homoground. That's L-A-M-B-D-A legal.org slash homoground. Same ground, different sound. You're on homo ground. This is Scantron with episode 224. This is Wazi. And you're listening to Homo Ground. On my skates, no money in the bank, but I can still appreciate the neighborhood thrift store. And if you walk a mama or a day or drive busters, don't make a dollar more in my jeans. Am I living the dream? Am I living the dream?
What's up? I'm Jesse. I'm Mary Lou. And we're in the band Wazzy. When we first started playing music together, like, neither of us could play any instruments, and she booked a show. And I hardly even had any friends. Either Neither of us did. And she's like, hey, and it was in high school. She was like, hey, you want to be in my band? We had a physics class together. And I was like, I guess. She's like, all right, cool. Well, we have a show in two weeks. So we had to, like, learn how to play our instruments and all that stuff. And we were friends for, like, four and a half years and then have been in a relationship for seven and we've been playing music that entire time. So it's a long time. It's a long relationship, no <laughs> and, matter what kind of relationship it is. Yeah. And this project in particular, I think like three and a half, four years now. So this is the fourth year for this project. And uh, it's cool kind of just like pushing our own boundaries. And this EP in particular, we're stoked on because it really like fuses a different kind of rhythm and a beat that we've been wanting to try a more like hip-hop vibey feel so we're really stoked on that we just dropped a three song ep these are songs that they're kind of like bedroom pop aesthetic production songs and uh yeah it was just like we really wanted to put something out there that spoke how we were feeling these days so yeah yeah (laughs) and that's what we're gonna be pushing in like our tour this upcoming spring as well We got sucked into the mentality of, like, let's just write and release, write and release, which is awesome, which is smart. But I think touring, like, that's something that, as an artist, we kind of, like, forget how important it is to tour, especially with, like, a new release. We're like, okay, the next step to do something different with this EP, as opposed to, like, the last ones, is to, like, tour nationally with this, because we haven't done that.
This episode is brought to you by Lambda Legal. Lambda Legal is America's leading legal defense organization for LGBT people and everyone living with HIV. Currently, Lambda Legal is fighting to protect the right of transgender people to serve in the military. They're sounding the alarm about extremist judges. And they're battling religious exemption bills, which provide a license to discriminate. To support the fight, visit lambdalegal.org slash homoground. That's L-A-M-B-D-A legal.org slash homoground. The second track is called Puzzles. That one was like, you know, written kind of stream of conscious writing. And honestly, and it kind of deals with, you know, everybody, most people, I should say, have at one point or another struggled or dealt with depression. And I think that this song really digs into that. You know, our band is all about happy, fun, like dancey and stuff like that. But that song, I feel like really kind of tapped into like, okay, well, you know, we do our best to be happy and be fun. But we also do struggle with a lot of depression and other things, too. So that's kind of what that song is about. The hardest thing that I constantly face is to keep rebranding, to keep improving. Instead of beating yourself up, I suck, I suck, I suck, and then quit, right? I think the hardest thing is hitting that fork, fighting those negative feelings, and then flipping it over into like, Oh, like now I'm inspired because now I have a direction to become this. Yeah. To become something stronger as opposed to be a victim of all the negative thoughts. I think a big thing that for me has been hard to get over is I don't have the greatest health. It's funny because like I kind of always, not always have something going going on, but just in like since Mary Lou and I have been playing together, there's been uh, several different things that physically I've had to overcome just to even sing or play like the first EP that we did basically as Wazzy but we were called We Are She Is at the time but the first EP that we did then at that time I had just been diagnosed with thyroid cancer I had a major operation done on my neck where they like opened it all up it took the thyroid and a bunch of lymph nodes out um and then two weeks later I was in this the doctor said not to, to sing for six weeks but I was in the studio two weeks later singing and working on that EP and at that time, I had to go through, like, radiation, and we were, like, helping a friend, like, with his studio at the time, so I was really run down. I've dislocated my knee on stage before and popped it back wow. in really quick and, like, had to get it drained, and it took, like, six months to heal. Like, my elbow right now is broken. Like, just physical things, I feel like, at least on my end, still pushing through no matter what. Like, just getting through it still the show must go on like we're still gonna play like my elbow's broken but I'm still gonna get up there and I'm still gonna play the damn show because the show has to go on kind of deal yeah and I think for me the hard part is making sure you don't do the same thing over and over and over again and then like beating yourself going what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong you know because it's so easy to get sucked up into that mentality it's kind of like we try to like do something we try it out you know, and as soon as the negative thoughts come in, like they come and then we go, okay, why are they here? How can we make whatever we're doing like more refined instead of just doing the same thing over and over again? Just like this new EP, like what can we do different from like the last EP in regards to putting it out there? For this? Yeah, always trying to think of how we can be a better representation of ourselves. And then the third track is called City Nights. 
when writing it, I was thinking about when I was finding out who I was as far as like a queer woman and just going out to these like gnarly LA clubs. We were, lived in OC at the time. So we'd drive out here at like two in the morning and it, it was all just like a through a process of like finding myself and finding my people. Um, that's what City Nights is about. writing a song and making a music video specifically for pride in general we were writing a song called pride and like writing the lyrics based on people's answers we're walking around having them write on a whiteboard hey write you know what pride means to you and people would write something down and we'd get footage of them holding it mm -hmm. and um we wrote the lyrics for the song based on their responses yeah we what we wanted to do that for like pride history month lgbtq history month Love and like freedom was unanimously like the common theme. Yeah, like exactly. All different kinds of people. Like freedom, freedom of expression, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. We met so many people. Like we met families. Like that's the thing that was really cool. Is we met like a good amount of families with two moms or two dads. 
and yeah, just freedom, like freedom to be who they are, who they love and yeah. not be afraid to express like, this is what a family looks like to us. You know, I thought that was really special. So we were on our way to the Pride March and stopped by Walgreens to eat something really quick because the one that we went to is like the big fancy one that has like, you can serve yourself frozen yogurt, which is like my favorite thing to do all the time. <laughs> they have like sushi and like all this crazy stuff. So I thought, oh man, let's, we'll just stop through there, eat some stuff really quick and then go to, and, to the March. And it's the, it's the, it's a pretty in Walgreens. It's like right in the heart of Hollywood on Sunset and Vine. Sunset and Vine. It's like, like right there, yeah. you know? Anyway, so we were in there. I was like, all right, I should use the restroom before we go because I don't want it's going to be so packed I don't want to have to find a place to go so I found a store associate and I was like hey I have to use the restroom do you mind opening the door because it was one of those that you have to like type a code in and she's like yeah okay so we walk over there and there was two guys waiting already and she opened the men's room and the two guys walked in and normally like I get misgendered all the time I don't give a fuck you know what I mean like it just is what it is Although I identify as female, like, I've been getting it my whole life. And most of the time I don't correct people. I just don't see the need to sometimes. But this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to just say something. So I said, hey, do you mind if I use the women's room? Like, I'm a female. That's what I want to use. And she just straight up, no, I can't do that. I was like, what? And she's like, you're wearing men's clothes. You have to use the men's room. I was like, what the heck? I was like, well, I'm a female. I'm a woman. I want to use a women's room. And she's like, no, you can't. You're dressed like a man. You need to use a men's room. And at that point, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to have to pee. I'm just going to go. So I went. I went to use the restroom. And then when I left, I was like, you know what? Nah, not 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 this time. I said, enough is enough. Fuck this. I'm going to go say something about it because I've been taking this my whole life. I have a, it's called a PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. So basically, like when I went through puberty, I went through a male puberty first as far as like hormonally, not biologically, like biologically. I'm a cisgendered female, and that's how I identify. But hormonally, my hormones are fucked up, basically. So my voice dropped. I got really broad shoulders. I started growing facial hair and all that stuff. So my my body is, like, physically more masculine presenting. So anyways, that being said, I was planning on just finding the store associate, being like, hey, you know, that wasn't cool. Don't do that again. So I found her and she argued with me about it and was saying like, well, that's our store policy. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. And I was like that. Well, that's not cool. So where's your manager? And at that point I had, I, I don't know if like hope, but like figured that the manager would be like, oh my God, I'm sorry this happened. Like we'll make sure to, it won't happen again. But then when the manager came up, she was completely arguing with me with about it and saying that it was it was not only a store policy, but a California law that you use the restroom based on the way you present yourself. And I was like, what the hell? Is like, since when has that ever been a law or anything like that? I've never heard of anything like that. And she's like, well, you know, if you look like a man, you have to use the men's room. And then the other girl was like, you might scare women and children if you're in the women's room. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going there anymore. I'm fucking out of here. In Hollywood, of all places, you know, it's like, fuck. If this happened to me, like, God only knows who else it happens to. So that's why I was so, like, pissed about it. And especially, really sadly and unfortunately enough, in L.A., there's a homeless epidemic. And a lot of trans women of color, there's a lot of them that are homeless. 
One thing they said is they're like, yeah, it's, it's a it's a problem around here. And I was like, well, what the hell? If you think it's that big of a deal, then stand by the restroom while the person's in there. Like, don't tell them that they can't use the place that they identify, you know? It's like an issue. It's like, I got to do something about this because this isn't cool. Especially if Walgreens is like self-promoting themselves as a LGBT-friendly company, you know? So then I immediately, like, that's when I started the whole thing. I, like, called Walgreens, left a statement about it. And then when we went to Pride, very conveniently, the the ACLU had a booth at Pride Festival. So I went and talked to them, and I got hooked up with them. And for about two months, I tried to make some ground on my own. And I got up to the regional manager on my own. And they kind of just kept blowing me off, and I was over it. So then that's when I had the ACLU step in. And I feel like hesitating when the bravery is running I'm kicking to live that truth Express this love and free yourself when the moments we got dropped our new EP, Stranger California, on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, etc. You can find us at www.isawazi.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Wazi Music. And that's I Saw Wazi, which is Wazi backwards, I Saw. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Homo Ground. I hope you liked hearing from Wasi and hearing their story and their journey and their music and their process. If you want to hear the full conversation, which includes more of me and my co-producer, Aaron McGregor, head over to homoground.patreon.com to get the full episode unedited version over there. Those are the perks you get when you join our Patreon fam. So head over to patreon.com slash homoground. And speaking of Patreon, our family over there is so awesome. Catherine the Gay, Katie Sparrow, Ashley E., Michael Bacon, Willard J., and Ren Wilder. 
they have been supporting us for a while and they are just as important as our regular, more fancy sponsors like Lambda Legal, who sponsored this episode. So extra shout outs to the people in our community that support this podcast. It means a lot and it wouldn't be a podcast without you. And to all the musicians who submit their music, who spend hours and hours creating and crafting their musical art um, and sharing it with the world. It's amazing and we're so glad that there are so many people out there creating music, especially in our queer community. If you have music that you want to submit to Homo Ground, we'll be opening up our submissions soon. Right now they're closed off because we're catching up, but you know, it's March, spring is coming, everyone is going on tour, heading down south by, and so yeah, there's a lot of music that's going to be happening this year. So hold on to your butts! If you made it this far, you get some stickers for sticking around. Wazi talked about going to Pride with the intent of getting people to write down on a whiteboard what Pride means to them. So to redeem your Homo Ground stickers, send us a tweet or a direct message on Instagram, Facebook comment, however you want to communicate with us, and let us know what Pride means to you. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean the rainbow gay pride. Pride can be any interpretation that you want to take. And that's the beauty of it. Let us know. We'll send you stickers. We'll read out the answers on the next episode. Because, hey, that was a good idea that Wasi had. So, alright, yeah, that's that's all I got. So, head over to homoground.com slash episode 224 for more information about Wasi and the upcoming shows and tour dates that they have, their new EP that's coming out, which you heard. You got a sneak peek of the songs and, well, you didn't get a sneak peek, you actually heard the songs. And actually, I'll be heading down to a few of their shows um, in New York and DC for Women Fuck Shit Up Fest in DC. And stick around because next week we're gonna be highlighting bands that are playing at that festival and hearing from the organizers behind the fest. So we got some things in store and be sure to check us out on iTunes, homoground.com slash iTunes. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search for homoground. And of course, hit up our sponsor, Lambda Legal. If you need a gay lawyer or if you need help with anything that is a legal matter, they're the ones to help you out. Um, I recently found out that they were the lawyers who made non-reproductive sex legal. So even the straight community can thank gay lawyers for that, Um, (laughs) which I didn't know. That's awesome. They've been doing a lot of work and fighting for equality for our community. So visit lambdalegal.org slash homoground, L-A-M-B-D-A legal.org slash homoground. This episode of Homo Ground was hosted and produced by me, Lynn Casper, Scantron, The Riz, whatever you want to call me. I don't even know what I go by anymore. With editorial help from Aaron McGregor of the Queer Public Podcast, who also helped with the tech to record this interview and to also talk some sense into me when I get super nervous and anxious about interviewing bands. So shout out to her, Queer Public Podcast. Check it out. I hear there's going to be some new episodes coming out soon. 
And the song you're hearing right now is called Loop by Mooncloud, based out of North Carolina. And of course, the music you heard throughout the episode was by Wasi, and the Homoground intro jingle was composed by Data Data Data. All right, that's it. See you next time. <laughs>